When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Excellent way to get your weekend started. A little Trav and Slee action post-chicken sandwich um, situation. I'm back, Slee. I just had a bite of a a bagel. It's the first real food I've had in Mm -hmm. uh, nearly 24 hours, so uh, I'm feeling a lot better about this. I got a little calories in my system. I'm, I'm fired up. People on Twitter and you included, because this is this is what you do. You have ignited something that doesn't even exist. Like the whole idea of eating the chicken sandwich was, oh, uh, Al's trying to get at Travis. I've never had that hot of a chicken sandwich. It's not like I was uh, kicking back yesterday, sitting back with my arms up, saying, uh, "Yup, accomplish what I need to." Big E, I don't, I don't need Big E on Twitter to try to create some. He says, Alan Slee was going to have a little pep in his step all weekend knowing you were close to death last night. <laughs> Big E, I don't take any pride in Travis eh, not feeling good. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, I, I Look, it's one of my gifts. It was 15 years of producing. I know how to just turn something into something, and this is what we do. Like, I've turned this into Slee against Travis trying to kill me with a chicken sandwich. It's just the, it's just the your way story, I like to do it. And your story Dude, did no not joke help no well it's 100 percent true too yeah on the bathroom floor sweating profusely in agony for like five minutes mm-hmm. and then gone nothing fine i mean not not fine i still felt a little punky but nothing like that it was like the spice had moved into the perfect spot to light an inferno inside my body and it lasted about five minutes and it went out so earlier today i said hey I need some ways to get back at Sleeve for doing what he did to me, and we got a whole bunch of phone calls along the way. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, let's try what yeah. I did to you. You're unbelievable. Yeah. What do you mean? Here's Emily Taylor walking around like the day is great. Janice probably enjoying her f- fantastic Janice Friday. was in some distress <laughs> yesterday <laughs> eating the, the way, sandwich. Except let's be Jorge. honest about that. I don't think Jorge is in good shape. I don't think Jorge is in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jorge and and was by Jorge was the only one in the Travis and Slee boat. He was the one that was in pretty rough shape. Everyone else seems to have got through it okay. All right, let's try. Uh, well, I got to go here, right? Got to go to Gardena and Manuel. Manuel, what's going on today? Fellas, I am so proud of you guys, man. You guys manned the hell up. I would have had no part of that. I would have done the great tournament. <laughs> I, I I learned long ago. I don't challenge myself with spices, and my Oof. pops, man, tough because my pops is one of those guys. Mm. Like uh, like that guy was saying, like you know, one of these uh, raw jalapeno bite it, you know. And so sometimes, man, it's a challenge. But anyway, speaking of challenges, Manuel, let me Travis, stop you right there, very very quickly, Manuel, and I'm going to let you finish here. But I just want to say this. I can eat raw jalapenos. I can chop them up and put them on anything. I don't, they don't need to be pickled. I can do that all day long, no problem at all. What we did yesterday, yesterday was that, no joke. Is that time <laughs> a no thousand? I, I can't make it clear enough. <laughs> I can eat a jalapeno raw. It's not a big deal to me. I can do it. What happened yesterday is just a million miles past that. 
Wow, man. I, yeah, so that's why uh, you guys have so much respect in my book. You don't even know, man. Um, so as far as the challenge, I know, Slee, you know, hey, man, it's just what T-Rodge does, all right? So you have to be put to the challenge. That's it. No, it's all bad good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad T-Rod- You oh, can hit, right? Right, Travis, or were you one of these pitchers that couldn't hit squat? Oh, I can't hit anything. You know, Al would look like Mike Trout next to me. I, <laughs> I would have well, absolutely yeah, nothing yeah, for him. Nothing, T. Raj, because I was leaning on your baseball background because I know of a place here from right by uh, Key's uh, old haunts at uh, Southwest College batting cage that still throws ninety mph. Ooh. You know what I mean? And be a nice little challenge to go in there. But I would, I would smoke. Say that, that you know you're. Uh, basically a punch and judy i guess that's uh, not gonna work man sorry guys but hey like i say you guys have the utmost respect i will ride or die with sliwa and travis appreciate right. it brother appreciate, appreciate it man. Well, by the way no. if uh let me just say this right now I, i'd probably lay down a bunt problem is if you were pitching i think you would come up and in you keep coming up and in based off of you'd just still be fuming the way uh you were yesterday and yeah, this well, morning i'm getting a little better with that in mind what you just said al let's go to uh, el segundo and jacob jacob you're all with travis lee what's up jacob Hey gentlemen, uh, you know what you did yesterday was uh, was insane, and I'd love to watch it. Thank you. Um, I agree with Manuel. I think Travis put you on the bump. So fifteen to twenty pitches for Sliwa. He can load up and catch your gear. Try to try to drop a few bunts down. You know, do whatever you need to do. Um, the only thing I worry about is Travis. You waking up the next morning and uh, straining a shoulder muscle or something. <laughs> it might backfire. It might <laughs> backfire, Jacob. It might fire yeah, backfire. I, I think I've told this story out. I. Mm-hmm. I for a good portion of my life, I could mm-hmm. throw a baseball pretty hard, and I could throw it where I wanted to, and I could make it move, and I could make it go right, I could make it go left, I could make it go down. I could, I, I knew what I was doing. Then about 10, 12 years ago, I was coaching a all-star team with some 12-year-olds that were pretty good, mm-hmm. right? And all of a sudden, I couldn't get 12-year-olds out. Like, before you just throw in batting practice, like, okay, they just let the kids hit the ball and make them feel good about themselves. And, all right, I'm going to put a little more on it so they can get to and then a little more. And then they're just tagging me, tagging me, tagging me. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't like this. At, at some point, my competitive uh, streak came sure, out. Like, sure. I don't want these little 12-year-olds to just be lacing the ball all over the field on me. So I start throwing curveballs. Tag it. I start to move it in on them. Tag it. I start to move it outside. Tag it. I couldn't get a 12-year-old out. So if if you have the skills of a 12-year-old, you would tag me at that. Because, I, guys, the only athletic skills I have at all, any more left, is I can play low golf. That's about it. Anything beyond that, I'm going to get my butt kicked in that. So, Al, while I may have been able to pitch at one point, you would win that battle too. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want no part of that. I'm shooting 60% from that corner three in El Segundo Ooh, I at the Lakers at training facility. I think I can beat you at that. If, if we're just shooting, if we're playing basketball, you'd kill me. But if we're playing like horse, I, I've got a shot at that. Did you forget the story I told this past weekend about just everybody playing three on three, everybody <laughs> looking at bit. each other? Like we, all of us had eye contact. Like guys, let's just. This is embarrassing. There's other people <laughs> watching. We we all have our own pride and our own dignity. Let's call it a day. Okay, here's the question. Let's yep. start right here. Take a guess at in the last 34 years, mm-hmm. 34, how many championships have the Boston Celtics won? So this is after the after the, the 80s era? The, the, the Celtics won a championship in 1986. How many okay. championships have they won after since that? then? Yeah. Just the one, right? 
One. One. Do you know how many teams that have won one championship or more since then? I'm going to say it's got to be eight or nine. Twelve. Wow. (laughs) Twelve. Okay, here's who's won the same amount of championships as the Celtics in the last 34 years. The Toronto Raptors, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Dallas Dallas Mavericks, Mavericks, and the Milwaukee Bucks have all won the same amount of championships as the Celtics over the last 34 years. You know who's won more than the Celtics in the last 34 years? Lakers, the Spurs, Lakers have won six. Bulls. The Spurs have won five. The Bulls have won six. The Warriors. Rockets have won two. The Warriors mm-hmm. have won three. Miami has won three, and the Detroit Pistons have won three. This this Lakers Celtic thing. Celtics aren't doing their part, right? They're they're they're, they're not keeping up. The mm-hmm. Lakers had the, look. The Lakers had a ten year wow. window where they were not very good. It's ten. It's not thirty four years. Mm-hmm. The Lakers had a down period towards the end of Kobe's career, and then at the beginning of the post Kobe era. Lakers were not very good, but they've won six titles in that thirty four year run. Celtics have won one. Man, mm. this is. I get it that you look at Bill Russell and Jerry West and John Havlicek and you know Elgin Baylor and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and Kevin McHale and James Worthy. I get it. Those were rivals. This isn't a rivalry anymore. This thing hasn't been competitive in three decades. So what what I think makes this rivalry interesting because a lot of you can still carry a rivalry. Let me use it as an example: Dodgers Giants a rivalry. Sure, it's the first time they played each other in the postseason, right? That's that's kind of crazy to think that's the yeah, first but time for a long time it was impossible for them to play each other in the postseason. Even even if you're looking at when when did that change in the early nineties, mid nineties, yeah, okay, mid nineties, yeah. Even if you're looking at it from that standpoint of it's a it's a really good these are two squads that. Um, it, it's not like the Dodgers haven't been successful. It's not like the Giants haven't been successful. They have been. So it's 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 interesting to know that these two haven't crossed paths, but it's still a rivalry, right? Yeah. What makes the but they play each other every year. That's what keeps that rivalry alive. Sure, they play each sure. other nineteen times, times a year. So right. it doesn't have the, the Lakers and Celtics play each other twice during the regular season, but. Mm-hmm. What makes that such a great rivalry were the championship matches. But that's the point. The point is is that that's what makes this rivalry so unique. You know, Michael and I have talked about this in the past where he really tries to explain. He's like, I know, Yankees, Red Sox, that's an unbelievable rivalry. I get it. Michigan, Ohio State, absolutely. I, and he goes down the list, whether it's, you know, you want the Dodgers and the Giants. Um, look at some of the more iconic NFL teams uh you could even put it this Cowboys 49ers um just go down the list of all these different rivalries that are in the sure. NBA or I'm sorry that are uh, that are around sports what makes Packers this Bears. okay USC UCLA what makes this rivalry so unique is the only chance you really get a chance to see each other is in the NBA finals right like that's where you create your rivalries in the finals and your east One's all the way on the eastern side of the country. The other one's all the way on the western side of the country. So, I, you know, when I look back, for me, it, it's if it wasn't for the Kobe era, if it wasn't for facing the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals, if yeah. it wasn't for losing in 2008 and then getting a chance to, you know, win again in 2010, if it wasn't for that, it, it wouldn't have – the it wouldn't have the the power that I think it has for somebody in your generation where it's like what are you talking about Lakers Celtics Lakers Celtics oh, but it that's was so a war it was but just that's an absolute war they played so, each other five times in ten years in the finals but it's such a good point when you say well 
the Celtics is what killed the rivalry. If, yeah. if you're saying that the rivalry is dead, it's not what it used to be, it's not because of the Lakers. Lakers won five in the Kobe and Shaq era, right? Or Kobe and Shaq with Powell, that era. Right. And then they've you know gone on to one, uh, again and win a, um, um, another one here in, uh, in 2020. Lakers continue to win championships. They continue to get to the NBA Finals. They continue to be relevant. That has not been the case for the Boston Celtics. Yeah, they just, you know, the the Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Dennis Johnson, Robert Parrish, Danny Ainge, that group of guys, you hated those guys, mm-hmm. right? You hated their guts. Like, you would see them come into the forum. You would see the, the Lakers go into the garden. And just the sight of Danny Ainge's face made you irate. You, you think about Kevin McHale clotheslining a guy. You yep. think about all of their guys that are out there. You know, Larry Bird, who you know can't run from one end of the court to the other in more than 10 minutes, and he's just cooking everybody. There, mm-hmm. There's just – there's it was so frustrating and, and emotionally draining to play those guys. And now you come out like, oh, yeah, Jalen Brown's not bad. He's a pretty good player. And Jason Tatum, wow, he reminds me a little bit of Kobe, and he and Kobe were pals. And you watch those teams, and it just doesn't have that I hate those guys the way it did. When Michael was playing on the Lakers in the yeah. Showtime era, yeah. I hated the Celtics. And that's why I put Larry Bird on that list that we were talking about a couple weeks ago because Larry Bird was the scariest guy in the NBA to me. He that Magic was my favorite player, but Bird was the scariest guy because Bird was the guy that could beat Magic. Bird was the guy that could come into the forum and do his thing, and he could go into the garden and get those crazy. It, it, he was so scary. These guys right now, they're good players, but they're not. They don't scare me. So, they don't feel that way. So explain this one to me then. If that's the case, everything that you just explained right there, then what it still has it still has this this isn't a regular matchup you know what i mean like i'm still excited about tonight's game i like i said i, I took a photo sent it to you i forgot to put it on twitter it could have been brad turner dave McMenon, one of these other guys who are there right now put out on the on the chairs it says beat la i, I get what you're saying that the celtics have not held up their end of the bargain but it's still you know it, it's a it's a unique very unique rivalry that even if it's not every single year every 10 years that these guys go up against each other in the finals I still think it has still has a lot of power and a lot of strength it looks good on TV it looks good when you see the Laker uniform and the Celtic uniform on the court yeah. at the same time like it looks cool on TV but as far like if the Lakers win tonight it'll be I'm glad the Lakers won Lakers a game are winning on tonight. the road trip. Listen to me. I'm Lakers glad are winning they played tonight. Well, that's fine, but it They're doesn't add juice to it because it was the Celtics. Not for me, at least. It They're just they, they, they need a game to win. And if it happens to be the Celtics, great. I don't know if it goes back uh, the other way. All right. Believe it or not, three years since maybe the greatest pro football game in Los Angeles has been played, and a lot's changed since then. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What better way to start your weekend, Al, than some Ask Slee, and we're going to do a phone Ask Slee. Don't forget, you can do that as well. It doesn't have to be on Twitter, which you can be, at Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa, but you can call in on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 877-710-ESPN. Francis in Glendale with an Ask Slee. What's up, Francis? 
Hey, party people. I have hey, a couple of asks, please. First is, which, who is more likely to purchase bots to pump up votes for their show? Mason in Ireland or Sedona on Cap? <laughs> and the second one is, does Mike Budenholzer always look like he's at baggage claim, waiting for a suitcase that the airline <laughs> definitely lost? Yes, yes. That is... I really appreciate well you done, bringing Francis. him into almost every Astley. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Trav? Uh, as you far think, as you the think, you think people, the ballot box? Yeah, you think people... It's not even stuffing the ballot box. It's promoting, bringing it up all the time. Is well, that something we're... I have a feeling you and I will probably not do that all too often. Listen, you want to vote? Go vote. Go vote for whichever show. And yeah. Literally, go vote for whichever show that you like the most. All good. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not too concerned about that. But do you think there's? Who do you think between the two shows would uh, will promote it more? I, I don't know. Um, I I care about one award. I care about bit of the year, and it's Astley. The rest of it, go vote for whatever you want. The only one that I'm campaigning for is I want Astley to win that award. Whatever happens after that, whatever. I, I want Astley to win bit of the year. That's it. Uh, T. Raj, you you know why you know why you want that? I I think I have a reason why you want Ashley. This is, this is my favorite segment because it's no, the but best this, segment we have. I'll tell you why. This was how long we've been doing the show now? Six months, nine months. Okay, let's say six it, months. Time's flying, Slee. You were presenting six months ago, guys. You could come in at the ground floor on this. You were the one, and I didn't even know what the hell the pitch was. I was actually in the room. And I wasn't even part of it. I don't even have a partnership. I don't. Even, <laughs> you don't even have any stakes. You don't have any I don't shares. Have, I, have, I don't I have, have a percentage all. stake in this thing. You own sixty five percent of the Astley segment. No, see, here is what it is. I, I I own all the stock. You're my highest paid employee, and I'm, I'm making sure that you're well taken care of. But you don't have stake in this. This is my this is my uh, baby. This is good. my company. You're my top salesperson. What that's, was the uh, movie? I forgot. What was the the Facebook movie? What was it called? The Social Network. The Social Network. You remember who's the dude that got all his all his shares? Um, take Justin Timberlake is playing the role of uh, I, I can't remember I the name, remember. Yeah. but he gets all his shares taken away. That's going to be me one day, where I walk <laughs> in and you're like, "Hey, you owed point zero 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 one percent of S. Lee." <laughs> all right. Next up is Danny, and Danny writes, "When Slee and Lady Slee are watching a movie together mm-hmm. that the other has not seen." Do any of them turn and look at the other with a grin on their face when a big scene or twist is about to come up in order to see their reaction? Yeah, that does happen. It does, like, doesn't it? It's like the worst thing, too. It's like, by the way, if you're in a position like that, by you know moving your body around, doing things that wouldn't be normal, I'm like, just don't do anything. Don't <laughs> give me the whole, stop looking at me waiting for my reaction. Just, just watch the movie. Even it, worse a, is yeah. hey, you're gonna want to pay attention to this. <laughs> you, you know, may, may, hey, 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 okay, look, I'm guilty I, of that. I, I, I need I'm, to make I'm sure you're watching this part. I, yeah. I'm one that definitely does. It. If I if I had watched something I think was really funny on YouTube or something like that, it's, okay, okay, watch right now, watch right now. She's like, just <laughs> can I just watch the video? <laughs> can you just let me experience this on my own? All right, John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton, who's coming to the Mandy Awards. Uh, when a neighbor still has their trash bins out on the day after pickup. Do you hang outside with some beers until you see them just so you can give them the look of shame? No, I don't. But you know what? Your trash can, it's uh, it's fair game. If I got some trash, 
if I if I'm if I'm emptying oh, a couple stuff that, out of my car, I love that. If I'm emptying a couple stuff out of my car, and you're right next to where I park, that's fair game, okay? If I have some a couple recycled items that have to go, they're gonna go in yours. It's the closest <laughs> trash can to me. So just know that if you're gonna keep things out a day, two days after the trash man came, then uh, you might have some trash when you're taking it back inside your house. Yeah, no, that's a great power move when you put your trash in someone else's empty bin because your just got emptied. So I'm like, hey. I'm not going to start filling up mine yet. And I'm okay with leaving the trash can out there as long as you're not the last person on your block. As long as there's one other person that's got their cans out, you can leave your cans out. Well, this out is what, what you, you can't do is, okay, well, I'm going to go get a full – I'm going to go empty my entire trash can out, right? Like I, you can't be tying up your trash bag and then going outside, going out of your way and saying, hey – uh, unit number four now has to deal with this. You, you don't want to be doing that. <laughs> All right. Ryan writes, since Lee will be meeting several hundred new strangers on February 6th, will he make sure to call them all by the wrong name just to let them know not to get too chummy? Hashtag ask Lee. <laughs> Bobby. I, I just told him it was Rick. Bill. Why, yeah, why is he calling me Bobby? <laughs> it is such a power move. I, I Okay. You ready for me? Here comes bad guy Travis. You ready? Okay. Love introducing myself to people I've met several times before. I love it. It is one of my all-time favorite things. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Travis. Yeah, hey, uh, I live down the street. We've met three times before. Oh, yeah, my bad. I'm really bad at this. I love that move. I, I will not do the – if I don't know your name, I'm not throwing – I'm not guessing a name. That's not happening. No. That's that's never going to happen. Well, that's the thing, right? Just kind of come and say, look, I'm terrible at remembering names. I'm Travis. I'm sorry. What's your name? I know we've met before. What's your name? Oh, Ted. I don't yeah, even nice think I'm good you. at that. I think I'm more of the, uh, hey, how you doing? Everything. I'll, I'll st- we'll have a conversation. I just probably won't know your name, but that's okay. I'll still have the conversation. I, I'm not. I don't know how comfortable I am looking somebody right there in the eyes and being like, hey, I have no idea what your first name is, your last name is. That I'm not comfortable. With. Say not, my name. You're not a bad enough guy to to do the power intentionally get it wrong move. You're too. You're too nice. All right. Uh, Drew writes. Does sleep. <laughs> okay, I gotta I gotta start over here because okay. I Drew has found a lane for Ask Slee that I absolutely love, which is your conduct on email inside of corporate situations. Like this is <laughs> what he we wants to know your email personality. Okay, and let's so hear it. with that in mind. Tells a lot um, about a person. <laughs> it it kind of does. Okay. Does Slee CC the ESPN suits on passive aggressive emails to subordinates? <laughs> Quote, please advise. Hashtag ask <laughs> No. There's certain, there certain, even if it's a corporate email, even if it's somebody reaching out to you that maybe you don't know that well, maybe you're getting a random email for somebody out in Bristol, Connecticut, or whatever the case is, there's certain terms I just don't like using. Please advise just sounds so... It's, robotic it does that's why it's great it's like hey we're getting ready to do some real work here so please advise right, i'm gonna give you a dealer's choice here al do you mm-hmm. want a uh work related one or do you want a drinking related one let's go drinking all right so this is from darb in in the oc he says trav when slee finishes a drink and asks for another does he pour the ice from the first and the second one when it arrives <laughs> Okay, you know this actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna hesitate here for a second because okay. if I'm having, usually I'm gonna have bourbon on the rocks. I like I like just straight bourbon, right? Sure. Um, if I finish and there's you know still a little bit bourbon left, and Perfect. and now somebody's coming in, they're bringing me a, a you know a brand new glass second of drink. bourbon, yeah. a second drink. 
Yeah, probably. If I'm not finishing that, in t- I'm gonna pour that thing right in there. It's the right. It, it's the right choice. It's not it, like it's a. It's not like it's a. It's not like I went. Remember that day Emily had 38 different type of alcohols at the. <laughs> sure. You know, it's not like she's pouring the rest of her beer inside of her wine. <laughs> <laughs> Were you drinking last night? <laughs> no, that's the the right answer is because look, even if the it's mostly just ice and it's kind of melted a little bit to the bottom it's of the, the glass, same drink too. There's yeah. still a little remnants of the bourbon in there. Yeah. Why not throw it into that new drink? And why not? start uh, right there. I lied. I'm going to give you both of them uh, along the way. Here's the other one. This is uh, TFP. Does Slee ever have nightmares where he's running late for your show or Lakers talk? Hashtag Ask Slee. No, but I have had real deal situations where it is let's say 925 and I'm leaving. I'll leave earlier than that, but you know, listen, you just don't know. If you go from Pasadena to downtown, that 110 you're basically you're playing the lotto, okay? You're playing, <laughs> you are. You're playing the lotto. You're at a poker Three table. Three lanes, uh, narrow, no shoulder, bro. <laughs> one car. All you need is one car with hazard lights. Everybody's just like they don't know what to That's do. It. Cars churning over to the side. It's like guys, he's fine. He just has a tire. Triple A's on the way. I don't so know how. Been, I don't know how a couple you guys times, do that. A couple like, times it's been like, uh, are we at nine thirty eight and the show starts at nine fifty five? We got to get out of here. When when I worked with Marcellus, okay, mm-hmm. Mar- if we, we start at three o'clock, Marcellus would be nowhere to be found at two fifty nine fifty five. No, no, and like it, it would create anxiety uh, for me, sure. right? Like I'm like, well, where's Marcellus? And then every day he'd come through, right? I don't know how people do that. Kirk does that too on ramps. Like Kirk, Kirk has never been late, awesome. right? Kirk has That's never awesome. been late in six years, and every about three minutes to go, my heart rate starts to pound because I'm worried that he's going to be late, and I've been sitting there for an hour. That's okay, wait, just the way that it goes. Let me, let me tell this is this has nothing to do with being late or anything like that. Michael Thomas is never late. Michael is four hours early. Like that's yeah. one of Michael's things that he's very, very conscious of. But there are times during the broadcast, Michael will take his headset off, right? <laughs> so he doesn't know. He doesn't know. when During the pregame broadcast, right, during the pregame show, he doesn't know if I'm back on yet or not because whatever he's doing, he could be talking to somebody. It's Michael Thompson. People want to say hello to him, whatever the case is. So there are times where uh, we're on the road. So they're on the road tonight. I have to tell you know, it, if it's Jorge or it's Laura or it's Funches, whoever's it, hey, you got to tell me, is Michael there or not? Because there's times I'll set up a question and then it's just silence. I'm like, all right, we got to, where's Michael? I, being late for work is not a problem. I, I, I'm never late, but I will say this. I do have the dream about being unprepared. That one is where you yeah. show up like, I have nothing to talk about. I, I didn't, my, I have nothing. And you just have three hours to fill. That is a, that's, I think, a work dream that everybody has along the way. All right. Uh, Lakers and Celtics tonight, one of the great rivalries, not just in the NBA, but in all of sports across mm-hmm. the board. But there's a group that has not been holding up their end of the bargain in this, and it is far worse than you might think. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, a buddy of mine just reminded me that uh, Larry Bird called Magic Johnson a con man. Remember that? <laughs> when Magic when, when they say, ah, Magic's a con man. I mean, it's so they they couldn't stand each other. That they're friends now. Have you seen that that NBA commercial that's running on all the time where everybody's in their front yard doing something fun? Magic's mm-hmm. like, hey, Larry. He's like, hi, Magic. It's like, no. I want them to throw eggs at each other's houses. I, I want I want to ratchet this thing up a little bit. That's uh, that's my goal today. When I want Michael to go back and tell stories. Just tell me stories. It just yeah. just. You're in Boston, you know, you're seeing that the green and white is right in your face for the next three hours. Just give me some stories. I can't wait. Cannot wait. Right now, though, it's time for Factor Cap. Again, I'm sorry for your guys' uh, issues uh, yesterday Yeah, you got through pretty clean. I, yeah. I'm jealous. Maybe, I'm jealous. Also, maybe it's just the power of women. We have, like a, we have pretty <laughs> strong pain tolerance. I uh, guess so. Anyway, so up first. We know that Lane Kiffin's name has been floated around the USC job, but you would go back to a job that once fired you. Travis, is fact or cap? 100% fact. Uh, but, but there's a giant but in there. If the pay is good, I'm going back, right? There are, there are certain things that you can let go. You can let go of personal slights or you didn't get along with this person or that person, but if the money is right, if they come back and say, look, we know we capped you a long time ago, but you want to come back and we're going to pay you what you were doing plus, I don't know, 15%, 20%, let's go. Let's make sure that that money is guaranteed and let's party. <laughs> let's go do that all over again. Absolutely fact. I don't, I don't, I think this is, uh, this is cap for me. I don't think I would. I think it's kind of, it's, it's weird when you put it that way. Now, look, a lot can change. You could have got fired from a job. And then when they ask oh, you I to have. come back, it's a whole new. <laughs> but Trav, it could be a whole new regime. GM yeah. could have changed. You know, people could have changed. All, all that stuff. So you're technically going back to something that's completely different. But I don't know. I part of me thinks that if okay, that that gig wasn't meant to be, or you weren't supposed to be there, or maybe you left a job, and then to kind of go back to it. I don't. I I haven't been in that predicament yet. I'm sure that will come up. But I think I would lean more towards no. I'd rather try something different. Wait, hold on a second. You you have not gotten fired from a job. You just that's that's literally. No, you no, can't I, I mean, it happens to everybody. It. You can't everybody. jinx it. I've gotten I've fired got... from multiple jobs. I mean, that's just that's just the way that in radio. Are you kidding okay, me? Let me let me think here. <laughs> let me think here. Um, I did a worked at a recreation center, a rec, uh, you know, rec That's center. Right. When I was okay. the, the, the the little checkers. Oh, game I was just playing the, ping pong strings. all day, all that stuff, right? <laughs> okay, I didn't get fired from there. 
I didn't get fired in my job in San Diego. I left the job in San Diego to come up here to this job, uh-huh. and I'm still here. So no, I have not got fired yet. That's coming. That's now that you say it, you put it that way. Coming for everybody. Another week and a half, two weeks. Happens there. This isn't the 40s where you go to work for a company out of college or out of high school, and you know the next thing you know, you're 80 and you're getting your gold watch and you're leaving the factory floor. It's not you know how it works do? anymore. I already have. I already have a game plan. When when the day comes and they're like, "Hey, listen, we just want to let you know, uh, you've been great for the company. Um, we might be going." And I'm going to jump right in and say, "Guys, I'm giving my two week notice. I quit." No, no, no. No, no, no. If they fire you, they got to give you severance. Yeah, you need the severance. Yeah, <laughs> let them fire you. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, he, don't do that. Abort mission. I'm changing my game plan. <laughs> yeah, changing Emily my game like, plan. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that goes. What's next, Emily? Yeah, the only time I got fired was I actually wasn't quote-unquote fired. I think I just was never put back on the schedule. And no one ever oh, had a conversation with me about it. <laughs> it, it I awesome. worked for a law firm. I was like a, a receptionist. was not the best uh, fit for keep, me. Keep <laughs> looking at my uh, bank account. I'm not I, getting any hours anymore. Yeah, What's going like, on? going to put me on? No, uh, checks have come in. Anyway. All right. Up next, I saw saw a video of Antonio Brown's sons bringing in Lombardi Trophy to their uh, class. So I was thinking... With or without fake vaccination cards. <laughs> could Bro. not verify whether or not they had va- yeah, fake exactly. vaccination cards, but... Eh. Anyway, uh, bringing in Lombardi to show and tell is a bit too much of showing off. Alan, is this factor cap? All right. So, Trav, I think you know me, know my personality pretty well to this point. Yep. Probably not walking in with something that just says screaming of, hey, take a quick look at me. So I don't think I'm going to be walking in with that thing, however cool that thing is. Now, let's just say as an example, if you had a – if I had a Lakers championship ring, right, if I had a Lakers championship ring, or if you had a Dodgers championship ring, would you go places with that ring on? I don't think I would. I think I would probably keep it somewhere, keep it safe, know that I have it, and leave it at that. I, I don't think I would actually take it to a game or an event or something along those lines. Yeah, I've I've seen the rings and the ones now they're so big. They like they're to wear them Huge. functionally is yep. impossible. But some of the older ones are actually kind of normal sized, and you could pull it off. I'll use this as an example. I think it's cap. I I, I think it's really cool. Um, where I live, there's somebody in our community who is a multiple time Olympian. And he has kids that are roughly my age. And he's the most humble guy in the world, like very understated. You would never, ever know that this is what he did for a living for a very long time. And he's won multiple Olympic medals, including gold medals. And when the kids were in third, fourth grade or whatever, they would bring show and tell. Dad would bring gold medals to to show. And the kids were so stoked to see him. The parents were so stoked to see him. It's just, it's not look at me. It's look at this. Look at this thing that exists, mm. and I happen to have it. So, yeah, absolutely. Every time I've had an opportunity to hold an Olympic – when I worked for the uh, the Angels, speaking of jobs I got fired from, uh, <laughs> we had uh, the, some of the hockey guys from the Anaheim Ducks come in, uh, Jakob Silverberg, Cam Fowler. They brought in their Olympic medals, got a chance to, to put them around my neck. It's just – it's awesome. It's just so cool to see a trophy like that in – you see it on TV, it's pretty cool, but to, to get to touch it, to feel it, to put it around your neck, it's just extraordinary. All right. At this point, with living in LA for so long, for working in sports industry, no one would leave you starstruck. Travis, is this fact or cap? That's a great question. Um, I I, I want to say it's fact, but I, I think it's cap because here's the thing: I've been doing this for a really long time. I've been very fortunate to meet extraordinary people, and I would have thought that I would have become immune to it. Like, oh, okay, sure, cool. But it just happened a few months ago. 
when LeBron walked over to our set, it's like, whoa, that's LeBron mm-hmm. James. And I've talked to major champions and Super Bowl winners and all these things, and some, there's just a very small group of people that hit you different. You know what I mean? That's just like, I get it that I've been in this a long time, but there are just, when, when first time I met Wayne Gretzky, you know who else had just this unbelievable presence when you met him in person? Andre Agassi. Hmm. Was just one like whoa that it just it kind of just radiates out of them. They're on a totally different level. LeBron was certainly like that, so I'm going to go cap. I'm going cap on this too, and I know this is going to sound kind of funny, but I'm not kidding when I tell you this. I swear, the first time that I saw this individual, and this was over the last couple of years, and this is going to be so stupid, but I'm like, is it Travis wait a Rogers? I'm like, <laughs> Trav, I'm like, wait a minute here. Is that really Adrian Wojnarowski? I'm not kidding. I swear on my life. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I was is, starstruck at Woj. all the time at my old job. Come that on. That is so funny, Al. That is the I most was, Alan Sleewa thing I've ever heard. I was starstruck. I'm like, life. no way. Is that this Guys, does anybody else see this? Is he grabbing a hot dog like I'm grabbing a hot dog? I, I still I still get bro I'm and I'm not kidding and and and, and I say that only because look I respect the dude's work he obviously breaks every do, but he breaks every freaking story when it comes to the NBA reporter. okay put that to the side <laughs> put that to the side I think I was more starstruck to see him than Carmelo okay <laughs> but they're they're 100% I, I still, I still get. I won't show it. You know, I'm not going to do it. Hey, could I get a picture, selfie, this, that? But come on now. If you see a certain actor, first time I saw Dave Chappelle, I saw, I saw Dave Chappelle at one of the um, Lakers at the uh, training facility. We were going in there to do our regular. It was after uh, a practice. Dave Chappelle was actually leaving. He had did something with the Lakers team, whatever the case is. And yeah, Dave Chappelle was just walking by. I'm like, that's what? a big that's- name. That's Dave that's Chappelle. A big name. Yeah, Chappelle's and, and big deal. The LBJ one too. Come on, you're not going to yeah. tell me that the moment you walk by LeBron James, you're not going to stop and be like, "That cannot be LeBron James." Well, it, or just does go it down the list. How? Does it matter if you? Because seeing somebody is kind of like, like for instance, I was in Chicago one night. We were out to dinner, and yeah. Michael Jordan went through the the restaurant like a flash. But it was clearly Michael Jordan, and he's going mm-hmm. through, and it was like, "Oh, cool, Michael." And it was like, it was cool, but it wasn't starstruck because you. When LeBron comes over and extends his hand to say, hey, how you doing? It's like, uh, uh, that's a totally different dynamic. You know what's funny? It's I don't even need that portion. I just need the, like you just said Michael Jordan. If I saw Michael Jordan walking around and it's like, that's Michael, of course I'm going to stop and be like, how the hell is that Michael Jordan? Why is Michael Jordan right there? Or he's any there. other iconic other any other iconic people that, you know, whether it's okay, you love hip hop and Jay Z, you know, you pass by I, I still I still guess I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out of my way to do anything different, but I definitely take a second like, wow, that's a cool moment. So I was covering the Super Bowl in Dallas one year. And they set you up on me on Radio Row, and there's I don't know, gosh, there's got to be a couple hundred radio stations there, right? They're all we're all in this giant convention center, and they're running people through. And there goes Joe Montana, and there goes Troy Aikman, and there's Steve Young and Terry Bradshaw, just one, one after the other. All these legends of, of football, and there's actors there that are selling products and whatnot. And everybody's kind of just used to. It. We see these people all the time. It's yeah, cool, cool. There's you know this guy and that guy, and all of a sudden the building goes really quiet. Nobody's really saying anything. And it was, oh, no, no, he's right over there. He's right over there. He's right over there. And I'm looking around, and I see this guy. He's, like, glowing like orange. He's got his hair slicked back. And I'm, like, I'm looking at him, going, I don't even know who that is. I'm like, oh, my God, there he is. You know who it was? Who was it? It was the situation from Jersey Shore. <laughs> 
Everyone was just floored to see Mike the situation from Jersey Shore. It was I'm like, I, what, what, what the hell is uh, okay. the matter with you people? That is definitely one where I'd walk by. Like, <laughs> okay, let's let's keep it moving here. But now, where's Woj? With, but if yeah. he was with Woj, that's a different story. That's a different Woj story. Woj is with the situation. What is breaking news? Breaking news. ESPN Radio is brought uh, to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. It happened. A unanimous winner for Shohei Otani, and the numbers still don't make any sense. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Vote now, vote often, absolutely. You want to vote for Emily? Absolutely, great choice. Taylor, great choice. Alan, great choice. Me, I don't really care. You can do whatever you want. I do care about Ask Slee for bit of the year. That one, I need to make sure that we win. The rest of it, dealer's choice. Whoever you like the best, go vote for the best. But Ask Slee, that needs to win bit of the year. How about how quick those uh, tickets sold? I'm actually not surprised at all. I'm really not. Like, I, I know the station was, hey, let's give this a couple weeks, try to get these. Sold. It's not like they were trying to sell 30 tickets. There's a lot of tickets that they were selling. But I'm not surprised. I, I thought the price point was perfect, 25 bucks. Uh, includes dinner, and then it's just a unique event. It really is. It's, it's a very unique event. We've never done something like this to this extent, so I, I think it's going to be a fun night. And, and Trav, uh, let's go hard to the hoop on uh, on February 6th. We work the next day, and I it's kind of like me overeating. I, there, 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 are, there are times and places. I'm not saying it's impossible. It has happened. Chris and I enjoyed our, our golf tournament uh, year, one year, very, 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 very much. Uh, so I'm not saying it's impossible, but Listen, we'll see. I'm going to we'll have hard, drinks for sure. We'll go hard to the hoop. You can stay the night here, sleep on the couch. Uh, you and Rookie can have whatever conversation <laughs> you, like you guys Rookie. have, and then like uh, and then we'll head into the station. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Key to Progress Vehicle Giveaway Program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. I uh, when they were promoting the uh, Mandy's on Twitter. Yep. And I, I retweeted it and said, you know, just I'm just putting it out there. I'm a pretty fun guy to go have a couple of drinks with. I, 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 I'm good at that. I like to tell stories, and it, it, it'll be fun. I had two different people, buddies of mine. One of them I haven't talked to in years say, uh, yeah, sometimes a little too much fun. You, you need to be a little, a little cautious about what's coming up. So we will definitely see. All right. Um, Shohei Station, Otani. Station's already said they're going to cut you off. They're going to give you two tickets, <laughs> two drink tickets. Yeah, I, I'll print and, my own. I'm going to be like Antonio I, Brown. I'm bringing in counterfeit drink tickets. <laughs> That's how it's <laughs> By the way, all the drink tickets are yellow. You're bringing in orange tickets. Right, That's what, what they gave me. It's what they gave me. I don't know what to tell you. It's what they gave me. Or just Aaron right? Rodgers. You've been immunized. You, you've, <laughs> yeah. you've had some drinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly hey, right. Hey, did Trav come up to you asking for your drink ticket? Yeah, he's going up to everybody, bro. It's a <laughs> bad. Pocket. Look, it's I'm gonna a work on my look. pickpocket skills. Otani, unanimous MVP last night. Uh, yep, as as he should have been. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's, there's just no – I get it. Vlad Guerrero Jr. had an amazing year, and there's some other players in the American League that had really, really good years, but – just stop. It, th- that whole thing with about a month ago in the season, like, well, you know, actually, Led Guerrero. Yeah, stop. That's, that's stop. Stop. Stupid conversation. That, yep. Okay. Tell, tell me which one of these jumps out at you. You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shohei Otani in the year 2021 hit 46 home runs. He started 23 games on the mound. He had a 965 OPS. He had eight triples. That was the most in baseball. He had 26 steals. He had an ERA of 3.1. He struck out 156 batters. He struck out nearly 11 batters per nine innings pitched. Mm -hmm. He had a 9.1 war. He started the All-Star game as the American League pitcher and batted leadoff as the designated hitter. Take your pick as to which one of those is the most mind-bending number from a season where the guy did all of those things. Any saves? (laughs) No no saves. He did not not notch a save. Obviously, he doesn't show heart. Um, pretty ridiculous, bro. I mean, to be honest with you, each one of those stats. By the way, today's stat hero of the day is Shohei Otani. All the stats that you just threw out right there, stat hero, the exclusive daily fantasy uh, app partner of the Travis oh. and Sliwa show. Oh. Yeah. He, the man had 26 steals. Oh, I'm going to go right back to it. I'm going to go right back to it. Trust me. It, it's it's not a it's, – uh, it's incredibly difficult to soak in. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't have an example for you. Of what somebody exist. would be doing in the NBA or what somebody would be doing in the NFL. I, I genuinely, genuinely don't have an example for you. So I sit here today, and as you throw out those stats, and it is kind of funny because there did come a moment um, where people were trying to make a case. Well, you know, this player. That, Guerrero's like, team's in the hunt for the playoffs, you know. And he, in my he, head, I'm like, did you really just write an article about that? <laughs> like, did you really go out of your way? And an editor looked at it, and it got approved, and it went through the approval process, and then it was on your company's website. Please, let's let's stop with how idiotic that would be. But, of course, you know, at the end of the day, Shohei Tani won, and nobody questioned that he did win. The only question just comes down to, I know we, you and I have hit on this a couple of times, um, is A, will the Angels be relevant next season? And B... Will baseball start on time next season, which we don't know that question as well? Yeah, you know, that Rob Manfred was talking about that. We can get into that in a second. I just, not only do you look at the back of Otani's card and you're like, holy smoke, look at all these numbers, but the eye test was arguably even better than the numbers because I'm sure there is somebody that in a straight line speed from first base or from, you know, home to first base or first to third that might be a little faster than Otani, but not much. Mm-hmm. And, and and watching him run, it doesn't look. Let me let me back up a little bit. Shohei Otani is six foot five. Okay, <laughs> he's a six foot five man who runs like a much smaller man. He runs. How tall as, is Trey Turner? Six feet, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, Shohei Otani is six foot five. He throws a hundred and one miles an hour. He hits tape measure home runs. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no facet of this that he isn't extraordinary at, and he looks good doing it. It's not that he's this big clumsy guy who can club sure. home runs and sure. throw real hard. He is an athlete. I guarantee you, Shohei's one of those guys that if he'd never, I don't know, shoot pool, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, he'd never seen a pool table in his life. Ten Give minutes. Him a week. After, Ten, ten, ten minutes. Oh, if I hit it over here, it'll spin like this. Oh, if I hit it here, it'll spin like, oh, if I can leave it over here. He'd figure it out like that because he's just extraordinary. He's He's got that 
that presence. He's super handsome. Like, there's nothing about that guy that isn't, hey, I'd like to be that. You know what he said he was going to do? After they, they lit up the, uh, I think it's the Tokyo Tower. That's right. They put it yep. in Angel's colors in the middle yeah. of the city for like to celebrate Shohei's accomplishments. And their Major League Baseball is running a worldwide commercial in like four or five different languages congratulating him on doing mm-hmm. what he's done. I'm going to stay at home tonight nice and quiet. First of all, that's a lie, but it's a great lie. What, what, a, what a great thing to say. Go out and tear it up. Go have a good time. Why not? Yeah, he's preparing for next year. All right, what do you want this guy to do? Okay, I mentioned it for a quick second. Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for 100% deposit match. Appreciate them being the uh, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sleeve Show. Travis, it is kind of funny when I'm in the middle of – you're like, no, no, no. Did you hear what I just – did you hear – 26 this? steals. You're right. Like, I, I don't – Kershaw did not have 26 steals. Walker Bueller did not steal 26 bases. Max you know, Scherzer did not hit 46 home runs. I, I don't have an example to it, but I every time, you know, we talk about, okay, greatest NBA players ever, blah, blah, and you, you ever you ever gone back and look at, wait, what did Wilt Chamberlain do? I wait, what, what are you talking about? Wait, yeah. it, it almost – and I don't even know if that's the the proper comp to have. What he did is so ridiculous and so amazing. And, you know, we'll see kind of the strategy of the Angels in the offseason and if if they can all of a sudden play in relevant games. All right, Lakers and Celtics tonight. The Lakers need to get back on the winning side of things. And most importantly, Al, can they look good two nights in a row? Plus, one of the great rivalries in sports, or is it not? That's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.